<laughs> Hi everybody and welcome to the Gentleman's Talk. The dulcet tones of James Dean Little John on this Reflection Sunday is here, excited and ready to talk to you. Let me just crank this down a little bit while we get ourselves set up for the session. Not the sessions I'm used to. <laughs> God damn it with the days. Anyway, um... That's a perfect level for me. How the devil are you? How have you been this Easter break? I know some of you have had some time off. Some of you haven't had time off and probably need time off. Um, you know, but overall, I hope you've all had a, a brilliant Easter and an Easter week. Um, if they say, you know, it's that half term period for a lot of parents. Um, and yeah, it, we're drawing to a close in that. And, and I think a lot of people are back to work tomorrow, back to school and hopefully business as usual. B-A-U, <laughs> if you like the acronyms. Um, yeah, so here I am. Here I am. I, I've, I've, I've had a good one, actually. I've had, like I said, I've done a couple of podcasts this week. Took a little bit of a break, just in between, just to um, to enjoy the quietness, actually. I'm going to lie to you. I was a bit sort of kind of, like I said, was a bit off last week. Wasn't quite fully on board. Was a little bit negative in life, you know. I, I genuinely, you know, I was sort of cursing the country, if you like. Not country, but... Well, the country as a whole, United Kingdom, I was cursing the weather, making me feel depressed and shit, um, and I just wasn't in a great place, I forced my way through, managed to get some sort of rhythm back into my life, and then all of a sudden I just went, I feel really fucking good, I feel really fucking good, I don't have to stress or worry about anything, what the fuck is this feeling? This is a bit of an odd one. And, and what I did was I fucking rolled with it because I literally... And the, the downside to rolling with your mood when you're in that type of place. Although, because it's quite a rarity to me. Um, because, obviously, you know, the way my brain works, the way I function, and obviously with the... Um, with the ADHD and the PTSD never really stop much so it's kind of and, and if you know as you probably know you know it's ADHD is a, a bit of a crippler anyway in the best of things keeps your mind going keeps you very active um but it's nice so I'm not used to it's nice sorry to to, to relax but I'm, I've never really been used to that because even when I've had time off and anybody that really knows me, if you ask anyone that really knows me, um, they'll know that even in my time off, I don't have time off. I keep going. I, I just fucking go like a bit mental. And I go, oh my God, I'm not doing anything. Why am I not doing anything? And I just kind of, I never settle. I never just sit down and, and like switch my phone off, switch everything off and just fucking chill. I never do that. Uh, even when I'm on holiday, I, like I said, I've been on holidays before and, and my, my best friend will contest to that in the fact that, you know, every single day he was like, dude, do you want to go to the beach and just sit and chill on the beach? I was like, yeah, man, that sounds fucking great. And then we walk to the fucking beach and we sit down and then within 15 minutes, I'll be like, right, what are we doing, mate? Because I'm fucking bored now. And then we'd go, he'd go, we'll go in the sea. So we go in the sea and I'd be like, OK, I've done this for 15 minutes. Um, I'm fucking bored now. And that's literally what it was like. So um, I think. Do you know what? It's quite a, quite an odd one um, for for a friendship to be. I mean, me, me and Kieran have been uh, friends for best part. Like I said, we're encroaching on thirty years probably. Um, is it about thirty years? Ten? No, it's about twenty eight years. So whatever it is, I think it is. I'll have to work it out in my head. Um, and I'm not great at maths, but we've been we've been mates for such a, such a long time. But we've never ever been on holiday together. We've never done anything. We've had weekends camping and stuff like that. We nothing fruity, just a you know fishing weekend. Um, but we've kind of got to the point where you know we've never been away. So we did something like I said we did something for our fortieth and. 
I think he genuinely saw a different side to me. Now, he's seen every single side to me. I'd love to hear his little verdict, actually, um, because he has. He's seen every side of me now. And, and I think he really realised um, on that holiday how fucking batshit crazy I can be. Like, you could see I was getting anxious and I was getting bored. By midweek, I was, like, almost picking arguments. I remember picking an argument with this guy who was fucking smoking in a no-smoking area. Now, we're on holiday, and this guy was fucking... I think he was French. And, and they're used to just smoking where the fuck they like. And I just literally looked at him, and I was like, if you fucking like that cigarette, mate, I'm going to fucking smash your face in something. And I went and complained and everything. I was like, no fucking smoking here. And people genuinely like, dude, you're on fucking holiday. I was like, I don't give a fuck, mate. Rules are rules. As if I follow fucking rules. Come on. But I was enforcing these fuckers, because I was literally picking a fight that's what it was i was just so fucking like i need to do something and then when we did, went and did something we, we, we did uh underwater caving which was fucking amazing but it was almost like as again we were constrained a little bit by our budgets we, we didn't have you know we weren't we weren't sort of flush if you like so we had to be cautious it was just really a kind of get together um but there was so much i wanted to do jet skis i was like, i'm gonna go on the jet skis today Whoa! i never went on the fucking jet skis and i never i'd never been on a jet ski that's fucking crazy i've been fucking on all sorts of crazy shit and you know fucking super fucking bikes and all this i've been on all these things flown a fucking helicopter i've flown a fucking hercules i've flown in a jet I've driven a fucking tank, many tanks actually, and I've never fucking been on a jet ski, but I fucking really want to. And I was like dead set on going and then went across and it was like, how much for fucking 15 minutes? You are literally having my fucking eyes out, mate. You've ripped my eyes out. I was like, don't piss in my pocket and tell me it's fucking raining, mate, okay? It's not going to fucking roll with me. So I never did it. But anyway, I think he saw a different side to me, um, which was a little bit interesting, I think, for him from his perspective. And I... For once, I felt quite conscious as well because I could see the signs and I could see his personality was like, I just want to sit by the fucking pool, dude. I want to fucking drink. And then when I'm hot, I want to get in the pool. I want to cool down. I want to get back out the pool and I want to sit down again. That That's kind of where he's at. He's in that really fucking plateau place. Whereas I'm just fucking batshit crazy. Just fucking batshit crazy. So anyway... As I digressed into a little fucking little swan song there. Um, yeah, I, I, but this week, I genuinely got to Wednesday and I was like, right. And, you know, something that's going to, this will break nicely into, into today's topic, actually. Um, but it was kind of, we'd got to that midweek point and, um, and, and nobody was really talking. Everyone's on their little holly bobs. Everyone's having time off. But we've all kind of done that typical man thing where we've just gone... Well, he hasn't said anything, he hasn't said anything, he's not saying anything, he's not saying anything, there's no fucking photos posted anywhere, and we'll all just shut down, and we did, except for this time, or this time round, I just, I genuinely accepted it for, for a little while, because it felt really nice to just be inside my, inside my own space, but not thinking, so it was almost like for the first time I could just shut off that noise, and it was very, very, it was a, it was an, a, a really big relief. And I'd never felt that before. And then I kind of got to Friday. And that was kind of my sort of like last last sort of time kind of really relaxing day. Because then Saturday came and then the expectation of knowing I'm going into work. I wanted to do a presentation because um, I'm learning this new technique on, on PowerPoint because I'm a fucking geek. And I'm trying to liven up the presentations and do a couple of videos. I've got some really big plans for work next year. Or this year. I say next year because it's the next financial year, not the actual year. Because I, I appreciate we're in April. Um, so, you know, it's kind of... Um, I've got loads of stuff going from ahead. So, 
I, I sat down last night and um, I was still kind of in that relaxed mood, if I, if you like. I was still kind of relaxed, but at the same time, I was I felt I literally felt the cogs in my fucking head. It's almost like. All of a sudden, I went from being relaxed, not fucking caring, not texting anyone, not doing anything. I literally I sat on my fucking... I, I went from the bed downstairs, and the only time I moved from the sofa was either to, to walk the dog three times. It's three walks a day. So that was like fucking 15 minutes. And then bed. I didn't fucking... I didn't go anywhere. I literally... I, I, I even had a fucking two-litre bottle of water, so I didn't have to get up because I was trying to be healthy, um, you know, before I cracked into a litre bottle of gin because <laughs> i've been drinking five days straight and i'm fucking paying for it now but yeah so i just really fully relaxed i fully switched off and just didn't give two fucks but then i could feel the cogs kicking in yesterday i could literally go right okay i need to do this presentation and i sat down doing this presentation at fucking eight o'clock in the evening i was like i'll just do this and i'd already i'd already had a couple of gins i haven't seen the presentation sober to put it that way because i got to midnight and I was really impressed with it, but I was fucking bollocksed. I mean, literally bollocksed. I sent a fucking 10-minute, like, video to my mum and dad telling them to fucking... Like, it was all meant in joviality, but I put it in thing like, stop picking on dad. Yes, mum, we've seen that. Fucking dad, stop fucking work. I literally gave them the full download of what I fucking thought. Like, you fucking sort your shit out. You know, it was like, it, it, that was the place I was at, mate. So, you know, I was in bed, and then I was in bed. And, I know, and then I woke up this morning, and I was like, fuck, I've got a really busy day. I do my. I was doing my second job this morning, so I was fucking straight into work at seven o'clock, four seven, um, smashing out this golf, co- the driving range, and fucking you know getting all the fucking doing the old ball collection and all that sort of stuff, which was fucking hilariously funny. It doesn't matter. I love that. It's not even a job. I don't call it a job. The job factor is I have to drive there, but when I'm there, it's the only fucking job that I've ever had where I don't actually have to think much. And I just go there and just talk to people, have fun. I'm being paid to exercise. And that's why I do it, because it's a really, really um, sort of like uh, it's a physical job. And it's nice to be back into that. I mean, I've come back today, so I'm going to quickly break down my, my a bit of my reflection day. And, yeah, so I woke up this morning, did fucking three hours, came straight back um, after after work, and then jumped in the car with my, with my rents, my parents uh, um, and my missus, and we drove up to see my brother. So absolutely fantastic! My brother's just settled into a fucking beautiful little little, little house. He's just managed to um, upgrade a little bit in his house. On his, on, it's still renting, which is a, you know the downside to today's market. But he's got himself a nice little fucking gem. And, uh, you know, it, it is a nice little gem, big open space, and he's done himself proud there, mate. He really has. You know, and, he, and I, hopefully he'll listen to this. And, and, and yeah, I'm very proud of him. Went to see him today, and it was really really nice to see where my brother's been. He's been in some dark places as well, you know. And and you know, men, he don't really talk about it he's a little bit of those one of those people that fucking smashes his head in the fucking sand and hopes when he pulls his fucking head up everything's fucking you know hunky dory and everyone's fucking happy as larry a bit like my dad um i'm not like that i hit things head on and if you're being a knob i'll say you're being a fucking knob um but he's been in some dark places and to see him slowly you know getting himself back on his on his feet you know getting back into a routine socializing a bit more his house is now he could feel the the air in it you could feel not not air you know it, it felt airy you you could feel the comfort you know it was nice it felt warm you know it felt warm very family-fied you know and it's beautiful when you walk into a house and you instantly feel comfortable 
you know, because you can go into some houses and they're a little bit, you know, mm, I'm not going to sit down. You can go into some houses and go, fucking hell, I'm not going to sit down. It's fucking hell. This is a bit sharp in here, mate, you know, a bit too... But a bit too clinical, you know, and, and that's where you kind of come to. You know, you've got to be, you get that boundary. Uh, and I find it's really, really nice. And, and I, you know, that's, I walked in today, beautiful job, beautiful job, garden, beautiful job. And then we went down to see his allotment because he's a, he's a bit of a fucking, a bit like me, but he's, 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 I say he's a bit like me. I'm green fingered, I am to a sense, as in I like fucking grass. Uh, you know, I like, <laughs> that's about it. And green things. I like, I don't like growing things to, to, to eat it or for it to die. Like, I don't like flowers because they come up and then like, hey, look at me, fucking pretty, pretty, pretty die. I'm like, I can't deal with the dead bit, mate. And, and I, then I almost get to the point where I'm like, I don't know what it is. Psychologically, I go, oh, I'm going to bin it now. He's fucking dead. And I do. And I've done that with like three plants. I see them dead and I'm like, he probably could survive if I just carried on going and put him into the right place and condition. Nah, he's fucking done, mate. He died on me. So he's fucking dead to me. And, and, I, and I'm a bit, so that's why I know I can nurture the, I can nurture green things. Because they just fucking grow, and you don't, you know, you, you just have to trim bushes back and shit like that. Love trimming a bit of bush. <laughs> we all love a bit of bush. Um, anyway, don't go and don't die going down that rabbit hole, mate. We. So he's done, he's done well. And anyway, uh, he's a little bit more green fingered in the sense he he fucking loves gardening. I went down chives. He's got um, uh, mint, fucking lemon, um, lemon mint, normal mint, fucking chives, uh, fucking thyme, uh, potatoes, fucking strawberries. I'm not going to break into all of it. Radish, but you can get the picture. This guy's fucking on it, like a car bonnet. And you can see he's got the OCD, uh, you know, the OCD element of the family. Um, because we're both, you know, we're all raised in the military. And you fucking, that's one, I think, a, a bit of a massive negative that you pull back from from your years in the military service um it is your ocd it just it just it fuck it's, it's instilled into you it's it's embedded it's ingrained into you you cannot stop it it's it, it's fucking there but he's taking it he's got the new extreme like you know he's like fucking steaming his fucking stuff but you can see that it, it in in how meticulous he is with his fucking I mean his his yard is his his allotment area um I can't remember what they call it he does say um but his allotment his little bit um perfectly straight beautiful lovely lovely anyway good to see him it's good to see his positive face today that was the the whole element of that was it's good to see his beautiful face good to see him happy good to see him perking up and it's nice to be like that I mean me and my brother we're fairly close anyway. Um, as far as siblings normally normally go um you know so we're fairly close in a sense we do open up a little bit and but we also you know we at the same time we do bury shit as well you know it's, it's one of those things but he, i tend to know when he's not he's not feeling great uh, and vice versa for me and him so it's really nice to see him come up anyway so yeah and then, and then i came back and uh, and then fucking bashed literally sat down for half an hour after traveling back from a beautiful time with him um sat down and um Fucking, I was back to work again. And I was there till late. I rushed home, walked the dog, rammed some food down my throat, and here I am. <laughs> here I am. I'm fucking here chatting. I'm chatting shit. Chat shit, get banged. Um, so here I am, mate. You know, so, yeah, reflection time. Reflection time. And I've got, do you know what? I'm going to reinvigorate something. I've done many podcasts. You know that. You're listening. Um, and for me, I need to talk about this again because it seems to have dropped off the radar. And it's dropped off the radar even in my own little fucking group. And if it's dropped off in my own little group where they listen to me fucking weekly talk this shit, then what the fuck's going to happen outside to people that 
aren't managing it to our level. And I wouldn't even say we're an acceptable level. I'd say we're probably, you know, we're dropping off. We're not keying. We're not dialed in yet. So for, for us, I think it's kind of, I need to reinvigorate it. And it's, it's, it's the title. It's the title. Communication is the key. And the reason I'm in, the reason I'm I'm bringing this up um, today, I'm just gonna have a little sip because my my, dry, my mouth's going a bit dry because I've been running around like a loony tune, and it's fucking water as well. This healthy shit's all about. But James, you need to. You drank two liters of fucking gin last week on your time off. Um, communication. Why am I talking about communication? Why am I reinvigorating? I think it always needs re- reinvigorating. It's one of those things we have to keep working. So sometimes it's worth talking about. Um, you know, previous things. It's, it really is because, you know, we need to reinvigorate. We need to keep, because if you lose track, you need to dial it back in. It's almost like in work, we call um, the management aids and, and things like that. So it's almost like a management aid for your life. Every now and then, it's worth talking about because maybe you've dropped off the radar. I certainly have. Um, and But today, the reason I say communication, and because communication to, to me today what from a friend of mine who has been and i will say because he is going to listen to this uh, has been um you know far from an acceptable standard um of talking to his friends um he knows what i'm talking about um and but anyway i heard from him today and um he worth mentioning because he is a fucking good friend and, that, and that's the bill star he, he's been a bit silent he's been a bit silent you know i've done podcasts with him so you know he's normally on point but he's been a bit silent for the last couple of months i'd say but i heard from him today and he spoke to me and was like you know fucking how's thing going are we getting a fucking potty tonight i was like i am gonna dial in a potty because i've missed the last two sundays and i'm dedicated and um anyway he spoke to me he said i need to give you some feedback and he said but i know you don't take feedback very well and he and i went well Depends on what it is, mate. But the way I work it now is just fucking rip the plaster off. I mean, as you all probably know, or maybe you don't know, actually, um, I suffer from... Um, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of, is it a thing? Because I'm reading somewhere that it's not such a thing. RSD, Rejection Sensitive Disorder. And um, it, it, I don't say I suffer from it, but I say it's, it's a part of my mental health. It's, it's a part of the ADHD. I talk about it in my premium podcast. I'm going to plug it, so fucking jump across there. I've got my premium podcast talking about ADHD, where I'm learning about it. But one of the topics is Rejection Sensitive Disorder. And I do. I, I do suffer from it because... I know what I'm like. I know how I take things. And I don't take criticism or feedback, negative feedback, very well at all. I really don't. And even if I smile and wave, I know I don't. But today, I took it on well. I mean, really, is it? But the communication that he gave me was a really, really constructive bit of feedback. And it was about the way, and it was feedback about my mental health. And it was helping me. Um, to see things differently now if you um if you recall a couple of podcasts ago probably when i said to him i did respond to him actually i did say to him you know i was in a negative space when i said this certain aspect but the reason i want to reinvigorate it i want to fucking light that fire under the under the pit of it and start fucking boiling that water is because i did look at it differently and this is for me, this is exactly what mental health's about. So I spoke to you in a podcast a little while ago, a couple of, a few days ago, I think it's the last two or three, one of the last two or three I've done. And I spoke about how um, I'm doing artwork and I was really, really disappointed that, you know, I make, it's almost like I, I almost delivered it from, now I can think in a different mindset. I, I almost delivered it in a bit of an arrogant way. As in like, I know my shit is good. Okay, I know, and I don't, you know, I, I know what I do is fucking good because I'm meticulous and I, I fucking know 
what I'm doing in that sense. And I and I love producing a good quality product. So I'm 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 invested. But I'm very biased. And I said a certain comment. I said about how it's quite frustrating for me on social media, because I was talking about social media. I was I was saying how everybody nobody was interested when I say, Oh, I've I say nobody. Limited amount of people at the time were interested when I said, Oh, here's my new bit of artwork, you know, what do you think? And all this sort of stuff. And you ask a couple of questions, try to get a little bit of engagement. Noticing I was very, very little on the followers. So most of my followers will be either close friends or people that are bots probably clicking, fucking, I'm going to follow this guy. So you don't get much feedback. And then I, I mentioned how I put one on for free. And I was really, I was, I was a bit disheartened, I said, uh, and a bit upset that people are willing to like comment and share when it offers something for free but they don't want to fucking pay for it and i and i and i gen and that's how i looked at it very selfish very narrow-minded and he put me in the right place and and to be fair i had reflected on that a little bit the last after the last couple of days but not really given it as much thought as i did today after he gave me my feedback and he said james he said you you're looking at it the wrong way mate he said you're looking at it from a perspective that you you want people to hand you money Yes, your product is worth it, but you should be humbled and happy that so many people want your artwork for free if they can because there's, we're in a cost of living crisis. We've got fucking nurses striking. There's fucking, you know, trains are strike. Everybody's fucking striking because we're not getting paid enough, James. And, you, you know, £130 for a piece of artwork, irrelevant of what your feeling is about it because you're emotionally invested in creating this, not everybody will have that emotional attachment as what you've got. They might see its worth, but is it something they're going to prioritise in their life at the moment when we've got fucking bills going through the fucking roof and, pe and more people in food banks? And I went, I never really thought about it like that. I did think about it, but I was very narrow-minded. And I said to him, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I don't look at that as negative feedback at all. That's me having to reinvigorate this. And I said, you're right. I should be humbled that people want piece of my artwork. I know my auntie was like, I, I definitely want another piece. But it, it, of course, it is the costability. It is the cost, isn't it? I get that. Um, so I, it was nice because that feedback, that communication that came to me was invaluable. Because not only did it underpinned that I was looking at, wrong, the, it, looking at it in the wrong way, but my reaction, excuse me, uh, my reaction was unjustified. Because I looked at it from a very, very one-sided, narrow perspective. And the whole thing I'm talking about here is, is rightly so. We're trying to get away from this narrow-minded focus. We're trying to open up our field of view. Too many human beings nowadays are in one fucking lane with blinkers on. If you know what blinkers are, and I don't mean blinkers as in, I think, what the American call fucking indicators. Blinkers, I think they call them. But I don't mean blinkers. I'm talking about the ones with the horse where you can literally see fucking forward and that's it. So it's almost like all human beings have adopted this principle where we're going to bang our fucking blinkers on. I'm in my fucking lane. I don't give a shit about everybody else. I'm going to manoeuvre. And if I want to change lanes, I'm going to change lanes without looking. And I'm not going to fucking indicate. I'm just going to change lanes. That is how every fucking human being is going at the moment. Everybody. Why? Because majority of us are fucking skin. Even people like, you know, that are, you know, that are in the middle class if you like although there isn't really a middle class now but even those where they should be sat in the middle class where they you know they're, they're not millionaires but they should be comfortable aren't comfortable and there's a divide you're either rich or poor now so there's there's such a fucking divide so we're going through all this 
the, these these problems and everybody is very selfish at the moment because everybody wants to survive it's almost like we're all in survival mode the only people i feel that are having a fucking good time at the moment are probably the older and this is true this is factual as well is the older generation the ones that are close to retirement or in retirement because they're like fucking brilliant mate this is fucking brilliant no one can afford to go away we can afford to go away because we're at pensionable stage and we've worked our fucking time if you've got a pension or you've got a disposable income because everything's fucking paid off and you're just paying your normal bills. So you're going on holiday and you're not putting up with the ruffians and the riffraffs and the middle, you know, the, the middle-aged people, so, you know, and the youngins. So, you know, I get it, but everybody's selfish. And the problem is we all look at life sometimes like that. And I think mental health gives us this. And the reason I wanted to mention this little aspect was because it was a very valid point he told me that I was doing something wrong now the problem with mental health is that was my mindset at the time and this is this is real-time live you know synopsis not synopsis you know sort of overview if you like actually an overview of mental health I was in the wrong mood at the wrong time and I delivered it from a very narrow-minded blinkers on focus point to the world and then a couple of days later, I was like, yeah, man, I get what you're fucking saying, bud. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, I should be humbled that people want my art to, to, to you know, have it up in their bars and stuff. And, and if they want it, but they can't afford it at the moment. But they, they, they honor the quality of it. So I was like, yeah, I never thought about that. But how many fucking times do we do that in mental health? How many times do you go into work and you're like, I shouldn't be in work because I'm not in the right fucking mood mentally. And then you say something that is horrible or it's the wrong place wrong time you get yourself in trouble you you cause drama because you're not in the wrong you're not in the right mindset because we're not managing our mental health and at the time I wasn't I was out of routine I was fucking like I didn't know what was going on in in front of me and I didn't and I just I just shut down I just become a bit of a negative person which then resulted in me talking to you about this negative view so actively going out there and going yeah fucking why aren't you buying my shit man fuck and do you know what I mean? And it, that that right there, that that little snippet, that little part of my life, that one hour, not even one hour, because it was probably 15 minutes talking about it. That 15 minutes of my life made that judgment call at the time was the wrong judgment call. But that could have affected and had a massive knock on effect on reputationally, personally, everything. But how many times do we do that? How many times do we go into work or we go into a relationship or we come home to our partners and we sit there and we argue because our mental health isn't very good or we're not feeling it? And what we're not doing as men is we're not communicating that. So the one thing I fucking do, and I am literally like, I am fucking all over this. And the, the, the more I do it, the more I'm understanding myself as well is I walk in and if I'm not in a great place, I say to everybody, right, guys, you know, my family, because they've they got to put up with me for the day. I say, guys, I'm, I'm not feeling today. I'm fucking tired. My head's all over. I'm, I'm really fucking negative and I don't want to shout at anybody and I don't want to have a fucking bad time. Um, I'll just be in and out. If you need me, we'll go out and chill out. But I'm not very talkative. Now, I open up about that. Now, some people might go, what the fuck? You know, what are you doing, mate? Fucking man up. Fucking hell, mate. No. Because I'm explaining the situation so that people don't put me into... So they're a bit more conscious about my, my mood. Now, I'm not asking them to make any changes around me. I'm not asking them to tiptoe around me. 
But what I'm asking for is a little bit of peace and quiet. If you want to act like fucking knobheads, go and act like knobheads outside. Or act like knobheads upstairs. Do whatever you've got to do. Just don't do it physically around me at the moment because I don't want to get upset. And then the con- I'm conscious. And as soon as I come out of that mood, I'm like, yeah, guys, sorry. But thanks. I really, really appreciated you standing by me and looking after me. Fucking sorry. Thank you very much. Just, let's have a good day. Now, what I've done there is I've had no arguments. I've not fucking said anything really negative that's allowed my mental health to fuck up a relationship or a friendship. And I've actively told everybody... I stay out of the way a little bit, so I do that actively because I think it's fair. I don't want to commune, you know, I don't want to fuck the whole house up because I just stay out of the way. I just do bits and bobs. I don't, what I don't do is I don't come in and go, fucking rah! I just go, because nothing's happening. Everyone's just doing normal as they say. We'll have good conversations, but everybody's aware of it. And that is communification. We don't do that. So how many times do we come home or we go into work and we've had an argument at home? And we take it into work. Or we've had an argument in work and we come home and we fucking download it to our partners. And then that, that turns into a, you know, or even you don't download and you come in and they're like, oh, darling, what can you can you do this? And you're like, that fucking hell, you fucking bitch. And then they think you're an absolute fucking arsehole. This is where men get this massive fucking reputation as being fucking aggressive arseholes. Because when we, we, we bottle shit up. So a lot of the times it isn't it isn't a one day event for us. I guarantee it. Like the the thing with the thing, and, and I've worked I've worked with a lot of women, but I've seen with women that if something upsets them on that day, they're normally quite emotional about it, pretty pretty quick. So you do get an emphasis that you've you've genuinely upset them. With a man, you won't get that. And I know for a fact that most men that I've worked with, um, and I've you know I've worked in the Royal Air Force, I've worked with, I've worked alongside a lot of men. For me. Men bottle it up and they'll take shit and they'll take shit and they'll take shit. And then all of a sudden, fucking bosh, it erupts. They fucking spew their shit out everywhere. Somebody gets fucking hurt. Somebody gets fucking fired. Or they don't do it in work because of the position they are. And they know they can't lose their fucking job. So they just have to keep sucking it up. So they go home and take it out on their family. So instead of coming in through the door and going, do you know what, darling? I'm getting fucking bullied at work. Or, you know what, darling, I'm getting put under a lot of pressure at work. This guy's doing a fucking shit job. I'm having to pick up his pieces. It's really fucking grinding me down. Now, what you're doing is you're opening a conversation then to hopefully, as a supportive partner, you would expect a supportive partner because you're being open about your your emotions, if you like. And I'm not talking about weepy, weepy, you know, cry, cry. I'm talking about communication. You're opening up. And you're acknowledging, actually, do you know what? I'm having a bit of a fucking tough time. Now, they'll compensate naturally because they don't want to see you in pain. Nobody wants to see, not nobody, most people don't want to see another human being in pain. Especially a partner. I don't want to go in after I've had an argument or I've been fucking raging because somebody's got their music slightly too loud. Or like my fucking, my my youngest daughter when she's on fucking... Uh, TikTok and she's scrolling through reels and she she goes to this certain song that produces a certain clip and then she watches that over and over so it's the same song for fucking 10 seconds and I go what the fucking hell are you doing and it doesn't just stop there it erupts I'm like what the fuck are you doing the fucking phone's out of her you know and I just go what I could have done was just gone darling you wouldn't mind fucking turning that down that's a little bit irritating and they look at you and go well I don't really get it no because you're focused on it but for me, that's quite an irritating as an outsider not seeing the fucking video. And if you communicate like that in any of your relationship, friendships or anything, if you just communicate that there's a problem there 
I mean, I've done it. I, I, I've fallen out. Like I said, I fell out with... Um, I didn't fall out. I did fall out to a degree. And I, and I lost a friendship um, last year with, with my good friend uh, Nevs. I lost a friendship because of because of something he said to me. And now, I was open about it and said what what had happened. And I said, look, mate, you've done this, this, and this. And I'm just not comfortable, mate, with, that, with how that's gone. And unfortunately, the reaction from another man came as... Um, well... I didn't mean it that way. Um, so, you know, this sounds like a you problem. <laughs> but it was like, and but the problem was I spoke to a lot of other people about the problem and they were like, no, mate, <laughs> you're fucking 100% in the right place. And that's not against him, but that just goes to show, you know, I was trying to be diplomatic and, and open and honest and it wasn't received. That's fine. But we do that. But at the same time, I've been open and honest. I've laid it on the table about what is wrong with me. What is wrong with this fucking friendship? What's happened? And I and, and as I know as you talk about it, it does sound a bit fucking fluffy, but it's not fluffy. It, it's just it, it, the whole basis is communication. A lot of the problems that we have in life is through lack of communication. If you go into work, have you told your colleagues that he's annoying you? Have you told your boss that you're not fucking comfortable with that? If you haven't, have you gone through the chain of all of these stresses that we get in life? A lot of it can be literally kiboshed with just a little bit of a little bit of communication and if you're not getting the support from those people once you open up you're in the wrong setting you're in the wrong friendship you're in the wrong relationship and that's rightly so that's why i don't talk to um, my mate nevs anymore at the time because he didn't acknowledge what he'd done and i was like okay well we can't move past this then mate because i that's how i feel so we just moved on that's it job done there's no hard feelings but relationships if you go in and speak to your missus and say i need a bit of support or you know don't get off my back a little bit you fucking give me a lot of shit but this is going on then you, and if you don't get the proper reception and a proper supportive comment back you're in the wrong fucking relationship i'm sorry to say but we should be with people that are supporting us and there for us when we need them and you should be able to openly communicate your emotions and feelings Without having to get into a, an argument, without letting it build up to the point where you erupt and start fucking smashing shit, because most men turn to anger. You, you don't get to a point, even if you're a woman and you're bottling things up and you decide that that's your nature, you, like I said, not everyone shows emotion straight away, a lot of them do bottle up, and then the next thing you know, you're fucking lashing out and kicking fuck out of people. Because it isn't just men that do that, there's a lot of women out there. So, but this is all probably down to communication. And this is what this was. So my my good my good man, I will mention the Bilster because I know he's been feeling a little bit left out. Um, he absolutely gave me the right feedback. Now, because he knew that I don't take feedback very well, he's a bit cautious how he delivered. But I, I said to him straight away, "No, mate, you had a valid point, and it's a good to it's a good topic to talk about because that's how I perceived my life at the time. But the reality of it was, two days later, it wasn't like that, and I didn't look at it through the proper perspective." What he did there was did what a friend should do and communicated that to me. And I've had it from all of my friends. I've had it from Nelster. I've had it from um, Kieran. They've all given me a bit of feedback and said, yeah, good podcast. Or that was a bit slow, mate. Or that was a bit fucking dry, mate. You know, and all of the time, that's the, you know, that's the bonus. That's communication. It can save relationships. It can save friendships. At the same time, it might not save them, but it will enlighten you to, to know you're in the wrong setting. And this could put fundamentally the basics or the, the foundation of why you're not in a great place. Because you'll know you're not getting support. You're not, you're not getting the support you need. You know you're not able to communicate properly. 
we know that you go into work and sometimes that you're not going to get a, you're not going to get a fully receptive comment especially if you're being bullied by a boss who's just got a really fucking shit style of leadership i.e doesn't have any leadership qualities so a lot of this can't be happened but it can't be helped but the the problem the, the beauty of it is if you're going home and talking to a friend or a partner about what's happening at work you're going to get an independent view of your situation and they're going to tell you probably what you already know just don't want to hear it and they'll probably say mate you've got a couple of options you either fucking go to hr and put it as a formal complaint for bullying and go through the whole fucking process of that that's probably about a year at best because they're snowed under with all the fucking bullying accusations um or you've got an alternative that you look for another role another job and you just knuckle down and you say that isn't easy but i beg to differ because there's a lot of employment out there a lot a lot of employment out there so it just takes a little bit of work everything in life worth having takes a little bit of work you don't get it for free <laughs> i can tell you that for a fucking fact so yeah communication is a key and that breaks me into a little bit actually about you know why this is so important like i said we've got this little positive vibe groups the reason i'm going to mention this because all three of the positive vibers that i talk to on a daily basis are my friends and they will listen to this we've tailed off and the reason i want to reinvigorate communication is because we're all just ignoring each other we're all not talking we're not we, everything in the whole positive vibe became a routine mundane boring thing it was hi guys hope you have a good day and it got to the point where we were leaving fucking 10 second messages just to fucking get it done and dusted we want quality over quantity and the problem is this is where we need to evolve because we've dropped off and i talk about this shit weekly with them I talk about this all the time. Mental health, the importance of opening up, the importance of being there for your friends, the importance of, you know, um, having fun. And in and but at the same time, I absolutely acknowledge you 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 get out what you put in. If you're not getting out what you put in, and for me, I left a couple of messages for them last week, and nothing was given back. So for me, that's the. You, you you need to do your fucking bit now, guys. And this is the important. You might have friends. And the reason I'm saying this is because they will listen to this and they'll probably give me some shit and I'll tell them to fucking wind it in. Let's do it together. Because we all need each other. We're a little friendship group. We do need each other. As much as you can say, it shouldn't become when you want them. Or I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll reach in when I fucking feel like it. No, you don't. You, you, you've got to make the effort. And that's the importance of having good friends. Because... For me, it's like if I, I, one of the comments from the guys this morning were, oh, yeah, but, you know, Kieran's our main lead because he is. He leaves a message every day. Um, he said, oh, but he's on holiday. I was like, well, he's been talking to me, mate. It's because what the quality in our group would disappeared. We would just there was no fucking there was nothing there. It was just it was like, what the fuck's this? It was just one of those fucking like, you know, those those groups that just get spammed every now and then. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that's the importance. That's the quality. But there's not it's it's as always it's worth saving communication is the key they're going to listen to this i'm using it as my medium but you might have your friends where you go guys fucking hell mate you're not making much of an effort here or let's fucking spark it up maybe you've noticed it's in the first steps and you need to take those next steps to go guys we need to get together let's go do this play some fucking golf let's go to a fucking pub let's go to the let's go to the fucking cinema let's do something just to get us out having a bit of banter just to keep that keep that alive keep that going make the effort organize that shit and that's the impressive bit. That's the bit that we need to keep going. Otherwise, we will do what we all do as men. And we'll just, we'll just fucking shrivel up, go into our little world, 
And then we get to the point where we end up stressed, depressed. And then, you know, this is where our statistic goes, guys. Come on. Fuck. It's where our statistics are so high. It's a no-brainer. You've got to make the effort. You've got to... All of this is about accountability for yourself. And accountability for everybody, really. Everyone that's in your little group. You've got to make that effort. Because we all need it. We're in fucking hard times as well, you know? The whole world's in hard times at the moment. We need this to keep going. Otherwise, you get to the point where you start questioning. What the fuck is the point? You start putting on weight. You don't get the exercise you should be getting. You, you start overeating. You do what I did for the last fucking five days and drink two litres of gin. You just go all in. But that's communication. And we're doing it. But we're not doing it as the group. We're not doing You know what I mean? It is. And it, but we need it. We need, everybody needs that communication factor. And everybody should be able to be open and honest. If you've nurtured the right, and ra- the right people around you. You should be able to be open and honest and go, let's fucking square this way. Let's fucking do this. Sorry. Let's go. Fucking line in the sand. You should be able to do that. You should be able to challenge any of your friendships and relationships. You should be able to be open, honest, and be able to communicate properly. Communication is the fucking key. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to wrap it up there because I need to wind down myself, my little bit of meditation after this. I need to wind down a little bit just because I've got a, a big, big week um, ahead of me. got a couple of uh, presentations, one in front of 20, I think, and one in front of a couple of hundred um, this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to definitely test my my anxiety. Um, but I'm here. I'm here to challenge myself. I'm told you I'm going to challenge myself. I've been a busy fucking beaver. I'm investing in my life at the moment very, very, very hard. And... Um, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm getting close to where I might see the fruits of my labor, as they say. So I don't know when. I'm just hoping that there's there's got to be something that pops up. It's got to be something. A fucking wet fish has got to slap me in the fucking bonce. But yeah, so, you know, oh, I want to be a, a massive shout out as well. Um, I've got some new listeners from South Africa. I'm fucking well impressed. I've got some. In fact, um, let me just let me just log in. I've got to um, I've got this beautiful this app on Podbean when I upload on Podbean. Um, I need to move close to the mic because um, Nelston moans at me. He says, oh, fucking, I can't hear you, mate. Uh, I'm like, shut up, you know. <laughs> You're right. I'm talking away. Right, so I'm going to stats, mate, for the gentleman's talk. This is fucking, this is like pr- proper impressive. Um, 3,292 downloads. That's big for me. I love that. Not that I'm about stats, but these stats I am interested in. So I've got people listening, and I just want to say welcome, and I really hope that you, uh, you're loving the content. I've had... Um, South Africa, United States, Australia, Syrian Arab Republic has been downloaded, um, Hong Kong, Germany, Ethiopia, and Indonesia. Fucking love it. I'm so, little old me in my little wooden old shack in fucking Salisbury, Wiltshire, is is here talking to you to people around the world. I love it. I love it, and I really do hope I'm giving you some sort of content to to hopefully challenge your life. Get yourself out there, you know, get yourself up there. Pick yourself up and pat down the back, scrub down the sides and let's fucking challenge it. We're getting to lovely weather as well. The sun is starting to come out a little bit more. The weather is certainly rising. Um, it, it just brings on happy spirits. Already people are talking about barbecues today and that just makes me fucking happy. Um, I've got to just basically knuckle down with my diet so that I can uh, get to summer and be somewhere where I can fucking... Well, I say diet. I did. I was doing really well on the fasting and, and it literally just... When I relaxed, I just went, fuck it. I didn't even eat much. I just drank and I feel the weight on my belly. I'm like, whereas last week, I'd 
you know, it's almost like I've bloated out, like double. It's almost like I've fucking gone from losing an inch to putting on 10. Um, so, you know, but it, it, I mean, here it is. Here, it's fucking, I love doing it. I'm enjoying doing it. I'm going to get back into it tomorrow, back into my fast. So, uh, yeah, just fucking hit, hitting it strong, hitting it hard. And then, you know, I'm looking forward to the season. So thanks for listening to me. I hope you have a smashing week. Um, Bilster, really good to fucking hear from you. Hopefully we'll lock in a potty. Um, this week a little dual one so uh thank you for reaching out really appreciate that and uh nelster as always i'm only gonna little shout out nelster fucking love it i hope you're well hope you're well buddy kieran hope you enjoyed your holiday looking forward to catch up this week luke as well uh mark uh, there's so many people my brother my dad there's so many people i know that listen to this that are just absolutely fat and everybody else as well um hi welcome and thank you thank you for being part of this journey and hopefully i'm going to inspire you you to do what you need to do so thanks for listening take care enjoy the rest of your week everybody love you all millions and i'll speak to you all soon take care and have one